Advancers, I'm ecstatic to announce my partnership with Freely. This company is a game changer using DNA tests to measure your genetic blueprint. If figuring out what eating right looks like wasn't hard enough, they have recently discovered that eating right changes from person to person. There is no one-size-fits-all diet plan. Some need a diet that consists of an abundance of fruits and vegetables, while others thrive on healthy proteins and fats. Freely takes it a step further and builds nutrition plans, not only around the foods that your body thrives on, but also takes preventative measures to conditions you may be genetically prone to. And with it, they can find what your body needs for you to live and feel your healthiest. Think about having a nutrition expert with you wherever you go for cheaper than your Spotify account. An advisor and guide that uncovers the perfect, healthy lifestyle for you. What are you waiting for? Check it out. Your deep health journey awaits. Hi, Advancers. I know there's been a little bit of delay uh, as of late, but what's there to say? Welcome back. So I just want to start this week's episode. The topic is focus. And in your ability to self-regulate, in your ability to refocus, stay on your path, and your ability to track your attention and your awareness. I want to start out with, if you haven't picked up a copy of Willpower Doesn't Work by Ben Hardy, this is a counterintuitive book, and it's a, a counter look to what we're, and the perspective and lens that he, he contextualizes the book is a breath of fresh air, especially in the self-help and self-development world. So I want to start out with an excerpt from his book. I think it's also in the intro. It says, although the Industrial Revolution was a huge environmental shift, the technology age since the early 90s accelerated the changes to a hyper-digital and global environment. Very few human beings can adapt to the changes currently shaping our environment. A huge percentage of the population are the casualties of these rapid environmental changes. Unequipped to properly govern themselves in a world with new rules, many of them succumb to a variety of addictions, primarily to technology, but also psychoactive stimulants, hyper-absorbing foods in the forms of processed carbs and refined sugars, fake food, and work. What's worse is all these are culturally accepted addictions. Put simply, most of us are in a physiologically perpetuated state of survival mode. The key to getting out of survival mode and overcoming cultural addiction is to bring your awareness to where your attention is moment by moment and train a greater capacity to focus. Bringing this down to neuroscience, long-form focus is located in the prefrontal cortex, the same region of the brain that encompasses concentration, vigilance, meta-awareness, higher cognitive processes, and willpower. With awareness in brain training, as well as cultivating the the proper environment day-to-day, you can regain control of your mind's ability to focus. This, in turn, will allow you to finally become the author of your reality. Sheer willpower alone, like a muscle, in my experience, is only so strong. Our willpower and self-sovereignty are gone the moment we wake up and get sucked into our smartphones. It disappeared when we became distracted by thousands of choices that even one generation ago they didn't have to deal with. It's easy to see that we are mastering distraction and mind-wandering. Technology is growing at such a rate, our adaptability is not able to keep up. At this point in history, we cannot keep up. On today's episode, I will try my best to share with you how I dial in, flex my concentration muscles, and became proficient in long-term focus. This is from a self-proclaimed high performer. 
And why should we update our human operating system, you ask? Easy. As of today, personal decisions are now the leading cause of death. Let me repeat that. As of today, personal decisions are now the leading cause of death. Not the plague, not famine, not terrorism. It's our day-to-day -day choices. How do we transform from masters in procrastination to masters in deliberate, intentional, and consistent effort towards our greater goals in business, health, relationships, and happiness? Well, an entire multi-billion dollar industry of self-help and self-development books will tell you willpower is the only way. This may have been true in the 90s and by a stretch of the imagination, the early 2000s, but in this new landscape, this digital world, those who can control their environment will take back their ability to focus, which will catalyze deep work, high productivity, attentive listening, cultivate corner four relationships, better decision making, and guide you to peak human experiences. Your physical muscles and your attention muscles both have a limited amount of strength at any given time. Their stamina and power can either atrophy from inactivity or strengthen from vigorous, purposeful exercise, and they will require rest and recovery after they've been intensely exerted. The truth is that strengthening our physical and mental muscles comes down to plain, good old-fashioned, highly unsexy work. Gaining strength in either area is ultimately about eating right, getting ample sleep, and engaging in challenging daily exercise. So without further ado, let's get into how to train your brain to better focus. And these are, my opinion, the best way to go about it. So the first one is get better quality sleep. This one's going to be defined as getting better quality sleep by cutting out processed and refined carbohydrates. On days when people eat sugar and refined carbohydrates, they have trouble falling asleep. When they finally do nod off, their sleep patterns are disrupted. The carbs sleep connection may have to do with the roller coaster blood sugar and insulin levels that refined carbs cause, according to researchers. Cut out those refined carbs for getting better quality sleep. Secondly, blue light. Avoid blue light within two hours of falling asleep. This may sound familiar to you or as soon as most people's you know, pillows hit the head, they start scrolling through their social media. The bright blue light on your phone can throw your circadian rhythm out of whack and make falling asleep more challenging once you actually power down. Think of it like this. The circadian rhythm without getting too deep into it, it's the, the cycles of life from sunset to sunrise. We all have this biological clock to wake up and we, we start winding down around the same time around the, the cycles of the sun. We disrupt that because our mind doesn't know the difference between the blue light that's piercing to the back of our eyes, which is signaling that it's still daylight. That's why if you find yourself checking your smartphone late at night, and even if you are able to get to sleep, you don't feel like you got a good night's rest, try cutting out blue light, try cutting out processed carbs from your diet. And I promise you these two things, if they, they are not the culprit for you not getting better quality sleep, which in, will encompass a, a better ability to focus your brain with good rest, you'll see that fairly quickly within two or three days of, of this practice. The next one is temperature. Third part of this first recommendation of how to, to get better quality sleep for better focus. Our body's 
temperature naturally lowers around bedtime. If you are sleeping with heavy clothing, if you're sleeping with heavy blankets, or you are in a hot room, it's harder for you to fall asleep. What they found is anywhere between 67 and 69 degrees as bedroom temperature is the optimal temperature to fall asleep. If you can do this, great. If not, leave a window open, you know, whatever your circumstances are. Also, also limit the thickness of the blanket. Try to sleep with your sheets. If it feels a little bit cold for you, if you, you need to acclimate to this, I promise you eventually you'll get used to it because the quality of sleep is unmatched. Just try it out. Try those three things out and I can guarantee you're going to get better quality sleep with better quality sleep, focus, attention, awareness. All of those things are going to be a lot easier to control. So the second one I'm going to recommend is meditation. Meditating has also been linked to increasing the reserve of willpower that we have available, as well as improving attention, focus, stress management, and self-awareness. There's been research studies that as, as little as 10 minutes a day for four to six weeks there, there was a, a noticeable change in your ability to control those factors. Also, there's cortical thickening that takes place uh, with neuroplasticity. We're able to actually change the brain and add new neurons, which science until the last couple of years didn't think that was actually possible. That's through meditation. They were able to research those who meditated often and those who did not meditate. And there was different regions of the brain that were thickened, specifically cortical region. And so it, it literally is the, the process of focusing your attention, okay? And in meditating, there's a few practices you can do. I'll go over those real quick. Try doing some breath work uh, in the mornings. What I like to do is I, I sit in a chair and I'll do about 50 deep breaths to get my mind in complete focus and awareness and attentive to where I'm at in the moment. And I try to alleviate any neurotic thought patterns and, uh, and, and shut those down. So I'm meditating and then what I do is I focus on my breaths. One breath at a time, count them. So I, I sit there, I focus, take a deep breath, that's one. Exhale, take a deep breath, that's two. And I try to go as long as I can without a thought coming into my mind. That's how I train my attention and my focus. Now, generally, I can get pretty high on that scale, but as a beginner to meditation or to this brain training exercise, I would advise, I would probably say that you're, it's going to be hard for you to focus on two or three breaths without you having an incessant chatter or neurotic thought pattern come in. But again, this is practice. The unsexy work that I told you at the beginning, you cannot gain greater focus, ability for concentration without practicing it. So that's a good tip during meditation and actual brain training, less meditative practice. Try that one. Okay, third is better exercise and nutrition. This is the most ignored route to higher willpower. This can make you a lot more resilient to stress and thus boost willpower. It's regular physical exercise, both relaxing mind Mindful exercises like yoga and intense physical training can provide these benefits. And what you feed your body affects how energy the prefrontal cortex has to work with. This is why nutrition is so important. Something as simple as eating a more plant-based, less processed diet makes energy more available to the brain, improve every aspect of willpower. Not only will exercise and good nutrition improve your willpower, but they will make you feel better as well. Exercise in particular is known for making us happy by releasing endorphins. These endorphins tend to minimize the discomfort of exercise, block the feeling of pain, and are even associated with a feeling of euphoria. 
can attest to this, my own personal experience. This is my own opinion. When I was doing HIIT training, CrossFit training, CrossFit competitions, uh, anything that I did outside of the gym was easy. Uh, I started doing door-to-door sales. I excelled at that. I attribute that to doing the consistency of of exerting myself in the gym and doing really hard activities. Now, obviously there's a threshold and there's a point where you go over and then it becomes a stressful activity on your nervous system, on your sympathetic, you know, you go from parasympathetic to to, uh, the sympathetic and it becomes counterproductive. But in this case, it helped build my willpower. It helped build my ability to focus. It helped build my ability to concentrate on hard tasks for a prolonged period of time. And if anyone's ever done door-to-door sales or summer sales, you know exactly what I'm talking about. When you're 100% commission-based, you don't make a sale, you don't make money. If you don't make money, you don't eat. And in that case, it definitely benefited me to be the top training for aesthetics or training to look good, but just competing and and lifting heavy weights and running long distances and sprinting and doing muscle ups and all of those activities. So I can attest to that nutrition, lifestyle, moving your body, all of that's going to help you. And there's also BDNF, brain drive nootropic factor. All right. And fourth is writing a not to do list. Okay. This is going to be the fourth tip on building focus, concentration, Bring your awareness to the last year of your life. I want you guys to grab something to write this down. This is super important. If this, out of all of these, this isn't the most important, but it's very important. I want you to grab something right now, write a not to-do list. You know what a to-do list is, but I'm gonna give you what this is. So bring your awareness to the last year of your life. What are your biggest time wasters? Shit, let's say 90 days because any new negative time-sucking habit can form within 90 days. A not-to-do list, section out these pages, three columns, daily, weekly, and monthly as the headlines. Um, And then write down the events, the gatherings, the dinner meetings, the the gaming time, the social media time, the distractedness, the mind-watering, all the things that are opposite of productive that you know deep down are not necessary for the fulfillment in your life. Any time-sucking habit that you do daily, that you do weekly, and then that you do monthly. If a daily activity is scroll through social media for 45 minutes and you do that every day, If I can put this in perspective for you of how crucial this little tip will be in your ability to concentrate and for you to focus and join the team of high productivity, I want to share a story by Jordan Peterson told on a podcast. It's really mathematically quantifying what wasted time looks like. He had a client who was spending about 45 minutes a night fighting with his young son about when to go to bed. They weren't having a pleasant time of it. It was just a battle. This can be a common scenario. It can be around eating or toilet training, uh, the behavioral issue in, in general. So they did some arithmetic. 40 minutes a day, that's 280 minutes a week, which is five hours. It's 20 hours a month and 240 hours a year. That's six work weeks, a month and a half. You're spending a month and a half of work weeks doing nothing but fighting with your kid or in this context, doing nothing but scrolling through your social media. You think it's only 40 minutes a day, but don't fool yourself, advancers. Anything that is every day is a significant percentage of your life. So in these columns, daily, weekly, monthly, map it out, map out the time, do the arithmetic, and then really quantify, really look at it on paper. 
what I find is, is taking that 10,000 foot aerial view really puts things in perspective. It really, really focuses you on what is important in this life. What is important to your legacy? What is important? What is the mark you want to leave on this world? What is the mark and the impression you want to leave with those closest to you? This is all super important. That's why I spend a lot of time in airplane mode. That's why when I'm with my family, friends, my loved ones in general, I try my best to keep my, my cell phone off of my human. I just want to end it here by telling a story. Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, we're having dinner. A uh, reporter asked them, what is the number one skill, attribute, ability you attribute to the reason you are here today and where you are today? They both simultaneously at the same time answered this reporter and they said, focus. That is the most important trait to have. And this also goes for Einstein. Being tenacious and the ability to focus over a prolonged period of time is his answer for that same question. Few of us ever live in the present. We are forever anticipating what is to come or remembering what has gone. If you're not practicing mindfulness, focus, concentration, you're practicing irrelevancy, distractedness, and mind wandering. Advancers, don't be suckers for irrelevancy. You know, this ability to concentrate, the ability to focus will be your greatest ally in your day-to-day -day process. And remember, the process is all we have. The ability to self-regulate to stay on track requires you to have long-term focus on any given tasks, on the next mark, on the next level of your life. So figure out what your weaknesses are, figure out what your strengths are in this area, use brain training techniques, that's just a few guys. Google that, information is ubiquitous, you can figure this out. This is just the things that have worked for me and I know they're gonna work for you. Reach out to me, let's open up some dialogue if you have any other questions. If I brought you any value, check out my social media pages, follow me on Always Advancing Podcast on IG. That's it, thanks for tuning in. If I brought you any value today, please subscribe for notifications of next week's episode. I would truly appreciate it. Also, don't forget to rate and review the podcast. Connect to our community on social media. We're building a tribe of self-actualized grow-getters. Those that implement the practice of lifelong learning, understanding it will catalyze self-actualization, the ultimate production of the human spirit. Find your baseline and grow every day. Till next time, advancers, make the rest of your day the best of your day.